Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maddoxburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. And upon you tonight, just ask for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come upon us. Lord, send your Spirit upon us today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Send your Spirit, Lord, send your Spirit. Fill us, fill everybody under the sound of my voice. With your Spirit. Grant us understanding, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, 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 by your prayer, in the name of Jesus, Randolaboski Palola, Lord, give us understanding through your spirit, come fly this place in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of to be overcome by your presence, Lord. Father, your presence. We thank you for today. Speak your word into our hearts. We humble ourselves before your word. Mighty Holy Spirit, affect every life that is here, Lord. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated. Wow. The children are full of expectation. Wow. Well, you are welcome to tonight's service. And I believe that God has something to tell you. That's why you are here. And I also believe that you, are, you have come to hear from God. That's why you have come. Amen. I hope you have come to hear from God. All right. Wonderful. So, for just a while, let me share with you the word of God. I'm continuing on my series, um, Building the Church of God. Amen. And I've already told you, Jesus said to Peter, upon this rock... I will build my church. So Jesus has made it clear to us that when he was around, his intention was to build his church. And then now he is building his church. Amen. And he chose Peter, just as he has chosen you and I, to use to build his church. Amen. I also mentioned that it's a privilege to be chosen. Because when you are, you are chosen, what it means is that others have been denied or others have been rejected. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are chosen, you go for an interview and you are chosen, it means others have been rejected. When you are chosen as a wife, it means that other ladies have been rejected. Yeah, that's, that's what it means. It means that 
even if sometimes it's maybe he proposed to seven people and then you are the seventh and you are accepted. The first six bounced. No, some of you think you are first choice, but really, <laughs> this is not a place to talk about it, so we leave it like that. Sometimes also, I mean, you were the first person to be proposed to. Do you see? But what it means is that other possible options that existed have been denied. The door has been closed to them. Yeah. I see the husband saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you are a husband also, it means other brothers were rejected. Yes, our brothers were rejected. Sometimes she has been waiting for brother X to propose. And brother X was taking too long. And then you came. So when you came, she weighed her options and said, you know, look, time is of an essence. Do you see? So, I mean, there's a 50-50 chance with brother X. But with you, there's a 100% chance. So, let's go that way. So, don't be moving around and be saying, because there's hair on my chest. How many gorillas do you see having a wedding? I mean, how many gorillas? How many gorillas? And you are boasting that because there's hair, there's hair on my chest. Perhaps even if she had seen the hair, she would have changed her mind. But by the time she saw the hair, it was too late. She had already signed. Somebody say amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So to be chosen is a special thing. And we are privileged to have been chosen by God to use for his mission of building the church. Amen. I also said that when you are building the church, you have some enemies. A, a church spoiler is an enemy of a church builder. That's what I talked about last week. Is that not so? When you are building and somebody is spoiling, the person is your enemy. The person is not your friend. It's as simple as that. Some of us are moving around people who are spoiling what we are building, but we are just, we, sometimes we don't know, so we are just moving with them, thinking they are helping us. Meanwhile, they are spoilers. And this message is to help us identify people who spoil what we are building. Hallelujah. And last week we named nine different people who spoil, who are church spoilers. Is that not so? Now, who is a church builder? A church builder is a basenta leader. A church builder is a center leader. A church builder is a pastor. A church builder is a minister shepherd. Hallelujah. A church builder is a center leader. A church leader is a basanta leader. That's a church builder. Somebody who's building the church. I'm not talking about a church attendee. Somebody who attends church. I'm talking about people who build. Hallelujah. So, if you fall into any of these categories, it means the following people are actually enemies to you. Number one, we said what? Disloyal people. 
Corinthians 4 to the Bible says, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Any steward, the primary requirement for the steward is faithfulness. These loyal people are unfaithful people, unreliable people. Enemy number two is what? You have all the nine. Uh huh. Accusers. 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 Why are accusers enemies? When you are accused, immediately you lose your power. You lose your confidence. Bible says, when the accuser of the bread, who Satan himself was cut from, cast out from heaven, immediately power came to heaven. So your power diminishes in the presence of an accuser. Hallelujah. And anybody who's building the church doesn't need an accuser around him. No. Anything you are doing, you become unsure. You become unsure. I mean, I have stopped putting people as my status when it's your birthday. That's why I didn't put, any, put you on my birthday or on your birthday. I've stopped. No, that's why I've stopped. Because I don't want to be accused. I mean, we were accused that why is it that we put Beatrice and Ray on their birthday and we don't put Lungani and Joel? So immediately you just lose something you are just doing out of. Out of, you know. So, so that there's no, because sometimes it's your birthday, but look, that day I'm not even coming on social media. Because of the fact that, because your birthday happened to coincide with that social media free day, now I'm in trouble. So because of that, nobody, no, no, no I put a lion. Look, sometimes it's your birthday. I don't have a presentable picture of you. The picture I have of you, they took the picture at the point you were yawning and your teeth were just... uh, If I put it there, you'll be angry. So, because of that, lion, lion, (laughs) lion, yeah. Yeah. You can't say, why well, have I put a lion? Why have I put a dog? He said, eh, why, when it was this person's birthday, there was this, then this person's birthday. They, they, look, when it was my birthday, what did you do? So, if I'm doing something, I'm actually returning the favor. What was done for me is what I'm returning. When thou doest nothing, thou receivest nothing. James 4.38. Hey, it's a scripture. You, you understand. But you let's put that aside. But when you are accused, when you are doing anything you are accused, immediately you lose confidence. Small food you try to make for your husband. Say, hey, your food is not nice. From that day, any day you are cooking, you are not sure of yourself. Next one. Number three is what? Proud people. You don't need proud people when you are building. Proud people. What it takes to build, when you have people filled with pride, they will not do. They cannot do. If you call them for a meeting, they will not come. They will not come. Say, come for a meeting. Come at six o'clock. So, look, 
after I came, 732, I've come. No, they say, come at 6 o'clock. You can't build with such people. Next one, let's go quickly. People who forget. The next one, I saw people who leave you. I said, people who leave you, they sent a message. A message to the whole church and to all the people you are working with that. Why? Did, I mean, if you are there, God forbid, and your wife leaves you. You may be a very good person. Look, everybody will be asking, why? What happened? What did he do wrong? Why did his wife leave? Why couldn't his wife stay with him? But maybe the wife himself, the wife herself is a witch and has left. Has left to continue her, her ministry. But the, the questions will be, it doesn't even matter what the case is on the ground. It will send a loud message. Yeah. May your wife never leave you. Next one. Pretenders. Then the next one, dangerous people. Then ignorant people. And the last one are devils. Devils. John 6, 70, Jesus said, Have I not chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil. If Jesus himself, he organized a church and a devil managed to join the church, how much more me, an ordinary human being like me, doing church? Jesus himself, and these members, it's not like even what we have where it's like some of you bring the members. These members, Jesus himself went to find them one by one. He witnessed to all of them one by one, one by one like that. That's why he took responsibility for it. He said, and Jesus answered them, have I not chosen twelve and one of you is a devil? Now, Jesus didn't say one of you is devilish. He said one of you is a devil. You see, one of you is devilish. Like I told you last week, we, we, when we say you are foolish, it means you have issues of a fool. Do you see? When we say you are devilish, it means you have issues of a devil. And all of us, as, when I take you through the signs of a devil, you will see that from time to time, we have flashes. <laughs> you see, if I came here now and I said, you are a mad person. It's different from when I say sometimes you behave <laughs> like a mad person. Because as for mental instability, I mean, we, we, we display it from time. Everybody has some small percentage. Do you get it? And mental, um, what do you call it? Madness ranges from it, it, it's a range. It's not like there's one. Do you get it? It starts from anger, even fear. I mean, something as easy and simple like anger. Then it goes uh, to full-blown madness, which is called schizophrenia. So, the question is, where are you on the number line? Or on the madness line? Do you get fear? 
So everything is controlled, but anything you have to do, you are afraid. It's it, the anger. Do you get it? And anger is, the, is, is a sign of foolishness. Because the Bible says, anger rests in the bosom of a fool. Do you see? So then anger, then, then we are going bipolar, then multiple personality disorder, then we, depression, then we are, go, we are graduating on the line. So those of you who are always moody, seven days in a week, you are moody six times, six days out of seven. You are somewhere here. You are somewhere. You have a mood that is pressed down, which is called depression. So you are somewhere. Before eventually you come to Madman of Gadara, schizo. <laughs> so I'm saying that Jesus did not say that one of you is devilish. He said one of you is a devil. Now how did Jesus detect that out of the people he was with? One of them is a devil. Very simple. Jesus saw clearly. I said a devil is somebody who walks in the sins and behaviors of Satan. So Jesus had witnessed Satan's behavior. So he was suddenly seeing the traits in one of the disciples. Seeing the traits. In one of, that's why he, he boldly said, one of you is a devil. So, let's look at, let's just look at Lucifer. Quickly, and then we will know who a devil is. Hallelujah. I'm preaching from this book. One of you is a devil. All right, first sign of a devil is... Conflict with authority. Conflict with authority. That's number one. Conflict with authority. Isaiah 14. This time I want to read so that you don't say that I am making the scriptures. No, 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 no. <laughs> For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. And I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. And I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Isaiah 14, 13. And I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. And I will be like the most high. This is Satan. This is what he said. I mean, he wasn't happy with his position in heaven. And he said, he will ascend to the throne. When you are dealing with the devil, you see they always have problem with authority. No matter who they, you ask them to work with, they start some conflict. They can't they put them in media. They can't be there. Conflict. Then you bring them to choir. Conflict. And you bring them to prison worship. Conflict. You take them to um, ashes. More conflict. Breaking of chairs type of conflict. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's a wife. She has quarreled with everybody. She doesn't have any friend. Meanwhile, she went to a single sex school. Or she went to school. And made many friends, but no friend. Quarreled with everybody. Quarreled with everybody. Especially people who are supposed to be above them. 
When you have such a situation, look, you are dealing with the devil. Sometimes center leader, you have basenta leaders. And then it's like every day there's some conflict. You can never have a peaceful meeting with them. Every meeting ends with, every meeting is an argument. And then it ends with a funny feel, an ugly feeling. Yeah, it's like you, you leave the meeting, you are bored. Because it's like you did, you just came to give a simple instruction, have a simple discussion, but the arguments that have gone on in the meeting alone. Truly, see me after church. I've not seen you in a while. The arguments that have gone on alone in the meeting. When you are leaving the meeting, you are kind of, ah, should I have, I shouldn't have had this meeting. Why, why did I even, ah, sometimes even you, you are just checking on the person, then you see the beast coming. Hey, conflict. Hmm. Conflict. I mean, there's no peace. Every day there's an argument. Look, listen. When you are working with somebody who's above you, somebody will say, Oh, are you saying we shouldn't say anything? We shouldn't. No, say something. In fact, when you don't say anything, when I have meetings, what do I say? If you can't talk, you can't lead. You have to say something. Say something. Say what you think. But say what you think with the mind that whatever the leader decides, that's what we will do eventually. That's it. But it's like battling. Hey. I mean, they don't take instructions. They don't answer when you call them. They provoke intense argument at a meeting. Or they provoke intense silence at a meeting. Yeah. Sometimes even the presence of a devil makes you change the topic of the meeting. Because maybe that day you are not ready for a conflict. Some husbands get home, they want to talk about food, but when they get there, they say, look, let me just eat the pap like that and go and sleep. Because they don't want to stay up. Because as soon as they say, oh, what did you make? Pap and cabbage. Oh, I would have loved to eat rice. Then the arguments begin. The whole night argument. So, so that there's no argument. You let me, look. It's the same stomach. <laughs> let me just eat the pap and sleep. Just eat and be believing God. Father, may this be converted into rice in my stomach. Then it's going. Number two. Misleading colleagues. How do you identify a devil? Somebody who's always in conflict with authority. In conflict with the quality that they say we are singing the song. You are singing auto. Say no, I'm singing soprano. Or you rehearse auto. Then when it's time to do the singing, when you have the microphone and the quality can't tell you to change, then you start singing soprano. So he's conducting the music, but he can realize that, ah, I can't hear my auto. The auto singer is singing soprano. Hey! He's singing the soprano in auto. 
<laughs> you see, when you even do it at rehearsal, we can say, look, today you are not singing. No, you wait till we come and stand on the stage. Then whilst we are on the stage, you can't do anything. I mean, you can't stop the song in them and say, you, come down. So whilst he's on the stage, then he starts to sing something else. Misleading colleagues. Revelations 12, 7 to 9. The Bible says there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought. And his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found in heaven anymore. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world, he was cast out into the earth. And his angels were cast out with him. Satan, if you remember Isaac, he said he will ascend. He had his agenda. Then he managed to convince a third of the angels in heaven. He was also an angel. So he convinced his colleagues that let's rebel. Let's do the wrong thing. Let's do the wrong thing. Let's do the wrong thing. It's like convince his colleagues. Let's do the wrong thing. Let's not go to church today. Convince his colleagues. If you alone you want to go to hell, go to hell. But he convinced his colleagues to come along with him. Yeah. Convince his colleagues to come along. Yeah. Convince them. Next one, next one. We don't have too much time. So much time. Yeah. Convince life. Ah, they say we should go on an outreach. I won't go. If you won't go, fine. Just sit at home or do whatever you are doing. But you call Adaba Central leaders. Let's not go today. They like calling us too much. Let's not go today. Convince the others. Convince them. Sometimes they convince them in a passive way. <sighs> but last week we were there. This week I'm tired. Are you not writing on Monday? Are you the one? Are you my lecturer? Are you the one to tell me that I'm writing on Monday? Yeah. <laughs> Next one. Starting quarrels and wars. Devils start quarrels. What you read? And there was war in heaven. Who started this war? Satan. Revelations 12, 7. Starting quarrels. Look, there are some people, anywhere you put them, there will be a quarrel. Oh, no. Any, we have people in the church. Because they, they, they are dealers in quarrels. We have quarantined them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they are. Do you understand dealers? <laughs> it's like, look, they, that's their specialty. They are into quarrels. Anywhere they are. You let them be in the choir for three weeks, you see there'll be quarrels. They are fought with this one, fought with this one, fought with this one, threatening this one. 
blackmail this one. I mean, everywhere. Then you say, you know something, look, you are spoiling the choir. Then you move them from the choir. You put them in the ashes. They ply their trade there also. Quarrels. A devil tears up and starts quarrels. It's a beautiful church that we are in. We are all happy in the church. I mean, why would you want to quarrel in the church? Look at the members that are in the church. Nice people in the church. Why would you want to be quarreling? But you see, just bring them around. Just give them only three days. Even that one is too long. Three days, they'll be on quarrel number four. Yeah. Even the choir, you have not joined it. You just attempted to come for rehearsal once. You already have a beef with somebody in the choir. Already. Already. I don't like the way the drama plays there that he hits it too hard. You have started a quarrel. If, if it, the drama doesn't know you are quarreling with him, but you have started a quarrel with him. You are waiting for the day of the battle, the great battle, the Armageddon. You are waiting for that day to fight that battle. Yeah. A devil starts quarrels and wars. Be careful as we are building. Watch out for all those. They just like to. Those people easily become bodyguards and bouncers. Yeah, I mean, if you, if, if you have to choose a bodyguard, you have to choose somebody. You have to choose a devil. <laughs> choose somebody like that because smallest they want to fight. The slightest thing they want to fight, have a fight. So when you are with them, even somebody overtakes you on the road, they want to get out of the car, cut the person and beat the person. Yeah. Bodyguards and bouncers. Please don't go home and go and tell any bouncer that when we go to church, Rev said you are a devil. I have not said that. I said it's a good profession for bodyguards. It's a good qualification for bodyguards and bouncers. Yeah. yeah. Somebody say amen. May the Lord forgive you. <laughs> Some of you guys also like starting up quarrels at home. One day I will get you. My time is, I don't want to use it on you. Your wife has no peace in the house. You like to quarrel. When you come, the TV is on, you will quarrel. When it's off, you will quarrel. Hey, why did you turn on the TV? Okay, why is the TV off? Why? Sometimes let, let peace. I mean, some people can't exist when it's peaceful. They are the people who make me believe in this scripture. When it's peace and safety, suddenly there's distraction. Thessalonians. Yeah, it's like, when it's peaceful, it's like, ah, why is it? It's like when you are with, when you are with children at home. When, when they are in their room or in their space and they are very quiet, you know. You know. You become concerned. Yeah, you become... Why is it so quiet? When the children are... When, when he's in the house, he's, it's quiet. Oh. <laughs> you don't have to see him. You have to shout from wherever you are. Stop it! <laughs> Even before you go and see. Because by the time you get there, oh... 
Look, somebody once asked me to help him with some visa something. So I said, send me a copy of your bio page in your passport. Then he said to me, oh, there was a problem, so I'm doing a new one. That's, oh, how? Then he sent me a picture of the passport. His son has written inside the passport, scribbled in the passport. I mean, you see that picture that goes around, you see, oh, what will you do if you were traveling, you get to the airport? This one, real life, I know the person myself. It's like the sun has cable inside all the parts. So it's like you get to the airport, then you, you are at checking counter. You put your passport down when they open. <laughs> your, your son has put uh, that thing that when you take a picture on social media, then you filters. Your son has put filters. In your passport. Sign number next one. Opposing God's servant. Opposing. That's the next sign of a devil. A devil opposes the servant of God. He says. Be sober and vigilant. Because your adversary. The devil. As a roaring lion. Walketh about. Seeking whom. He may devour. First Peter 5 8. It says the devil is what? An adversary. It says your adversary. The word adversary means an opposer or your opponent. Yeah. And that's the meaning of the word adversary. The first meaning of this is an opposer, somebody who opposes anything you are doing. That's why you don't need the devil when you are building the church. Somebody who just oppose everything. Oppose everything. Says your adversary, the devil, your opposer, the devil. It's like he's an opposition. Opposition. It's an opposition. Sometimes you have them around. Anything you do, you say you are doing. And sometimes they don't oppose you um, openly. No. They are various ways. Sometimes they can oppose you with their faces. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. Do not be afraid of their faces. Sometimes they can even do a face. When you see the face, the face is intimidating. It's a, they give you a daunting look. When the look looks at you, you will see that the look is looking at you. Yeah. Sometimes they will oppose you by just not doing what you have asked to be done. Yeah, not doing it. They won't say, so will you do? Oh, yes, by tomorrow morning, first thing in the morning, it will be done. You will see 12 o'clock, it's still not done. It's still not done. It's still not done. Then they will come up with stories why it's not done. Opposers. Oh, go and start a bar center here. They won't do it. Yet they have stories, countless stories that they, they can easily make a Nigerian movie. <laughs> countless stories. Yeah, countless stories. Why it is not done? Yeah, why it is not done? Tell you there's a lion in the street. Look, 
Pastor, have you heard before? You said what? I should start a basenta way. This flat, there's a lion there. I mean, Sunday I had a meeting with some people. We were talking about basentes. And then one of them was, oh, we can't get access. I said, look, six weeks, eight weeks, you can't get access. Look, stop the stories. Don't even start telling stories. You went week one, you didn't get access. Week two, you didn't get access. Week three, you didn't get access. So you are just at access control. So if I didn't ask you today, week nine, week ten, we'll be going like that. And it's all access. Stories. Next one. I want to give you only seven or six or eight or eight and a half. How many do you have? Only four. Where have you been? Okay, next one. Hey, you need to get this book and read it to yourself. Misleading masses. Misleading masses. This is Genesis 3. The Bible says, now the serpent was more subtle than anything the Lord had made. This is where he misled Eve to eat the fruit that God had told them not to eat. He deceived. Misleading is like deception. Misleading, making people do the wrong thing. He made Eve do what God had said they shouldn't do. Sometimes there are people in the church who make people do the wrong thing. And they happily do it. He deceived. At that time, Eve was 50% of the world population. And even eventually deceived Adam also. Because Adam also joined, joined in the sin. Deceived. That's why the Bible says in Revelation 2 of the scripture. That, that, the, the, that deceived the whole world. Because in Genesis 3, he deceived the whole world. The world had two people. He deceived both of them. To do what God has said they shouldn't do. Now, if you're in the church, you make people do things they are not supposed to do. You are spoiling the church. All of us, we make mistakes, we sin. Yes, we all, I mean, that's why we are called sinners who have been converted. We all make mistakes. But to go beyond. Step one, and actually help others. I said, look, one day I was in the church when a girl, a, you cry you are old, I mean a girl like girl, a girl, organized all the girls in the church and took them for modeling in another town. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was waiting for them to go for an outreach. And he, she told their parents that they, had, they were in my house. Yeah, he told their parents, we are going, because they were away for the weekend. Told their parents that I've invited them to my house. So, oh, Revers invite, oh, okay. Now, how did we find out? I met one parent, the parent of the Kimpin. I met her. And she asked me, how is my daughter. I said, I've not seen your daughter since. So, hey, she said she's coming to your house. <laughs> yeah. She said to me 
the reason why I released her was that she said to me that you have invited them for a party. She and her friends for a party. In, it was December in your house. Then I released them to come. Yeah. It was, was it, is it the summer awards? Metros. Metros. Metro awards. You, you know it. Yeah. Metros. Do they still do it? Oh, it has not collapsed. Yeah. So to the parents, Rev has invited us for a party. Rev said, oh, why not? Go and be happy for the weekend. I didn't even see their tail light that weekend. Not even one. But you have people in the church, they can they organize people. Let's go drinking. Let's go smoking. Let's go to the nightclub. Let's go to this. Let's go to that. They, they organize. Now I'm saying that if you are going, go alone. That's all I'm saying. If you are going, go alone. But why do you even have to mobilize? Okay, I'll mobilize. One, two, three. You are from Escort, right? Let's go and eat human beings. I'll mobilize. Yeah. Mobilize them, organize them. Say, brush your teeth, sharpen your teeth, make it sharper. Let's go and eat human meat. Yeah. How can I forget? Let's start with the fat ones because there's more meat. If we start with these slim ones, we have to chew bones quickly. Let's start with the heavy ones. One day, maybe I should just close with this. One day, there was a guy who came around who was misleading my church members. And I travel, I don't know, I travel for about three weeks. Now, this guy was going around telling people in the area that he's my brother. Telling church members that he's my brother. And collecting favors from them. Yeah, telling people he's my brother. Collecting favors from them. I mean, by the time I came back, I mean, he had caused havoc. Even one of the church members, he had moved in with the church member to go and live in the church member's house. It's like the church member had a flat, so I had given the flat to him because, like, it's Rev's brother. I, that particular instance, I didn't, I never understood my church members because. There are reasons why this guy cannot be my brother. Obvious. You don't, you don't even need a revelation to know. The first one is that I'm more handsome than he is. Far. Not even nine and ten. Far. So if you look at the guy, you look at can't you see? And then number two, this one is even the killer. Number two, he's short. There is no short person in my family. At least my father's side. There's no short person that I know. Not even one. We are all tall. Yeah, we are all of us are tall. Hey. I mean, on my father's side, we are all tall. So how can this short guy be my brother? Someone said, maybe it's my, my mother's side, they are all fair. They are all yellow bones. My mother's side, they are all yellow bones. That's the, and the guy is as dark as I am. Be child. 
And on my father's side where we are dark, we are all tall. So how can Zacchaeus shoo? Look, he had deceived so many people. He even went to a house. He told them, he's my brother. He's a professor at the university campus. Hey! Sometimes you have people in the church who mislead other people and deceive them. And mislead them to do the wrong thing. And when they are doing it, what makes, you, what makes it work? Is it a, what's a good lie? A good lie must have some truth in it. I mean, nobody believes in an absolute lie. So, so you, are, you are six foot tall. Who we'll never believe it? I mean, if you are six foot tall, even as you are sitting down, we will see. Don't you see, Ray? Don't you see, Merlin? When they are, even they are sitting down, you are sitting on a pillow. <laughs> I mean, look at Zolile. It's like all the people are sitting around here and he's standing. <laughs> it's clear. Yeah. So it's like for Satan to deceive them, he told them a little truth. Then he put the lie there. Sometimes the lie is something small, but the way to take you off, you have no idea. So sometimes the way they move is like they just drop in. You know, Rev and me, we are very tight. We are very tight. Yeah, I mean, there was a guy, he used to tell my church members that he's from the same place as I am from. I mean, we live, we grew up in the same area. No, I don't know. I've never seen him before. Even the type of English he speaks means that we didn't grow up at the same place. Yeah. It's like what you saw this morning. I am 21, she's 42. Can I marry her? Have you ever heard me trying to say marry? Then I've said marry before. It's my bladder. It's your lungs. Your lungs. Or your liver. It's my bladder. My blood, bladder. Look at the way I'm even struggling. He said, "We are, we are. We grew, we grew up at the same place." Hey, what, what was his name? The guy who used to cut chippers. Hair, what's his name? James. No, not James. There was another one. I remember. Gunta. His name was Gunta. Now, if you meet a guy and the guy's name is Gunta, can the guy be my friend? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. They told me and Rev, we are tight. Oh, that's what me and Lady Pastor know what I pass. I started the church with Bishop Larry. Yeah. So when they drop it like that, and you just came 20, 2016. And the church started when? 2010, 2011. So when you hear that, I started the church with, not I as in I, but I as in the person. <laughs> so I started the church with Bishop. Then you just, because immediately you just consider there's no way that anything he's saying is wrong. Meanwhile, you are dealing with the devil. Yeah. Because he has just dropped the name Bishop Larry. Ah, you are finished. 
You are finished. Even the other day, I was talking to Bishop Larry, and he said that. And when you say you are talking to Bishop Larry, and he said ABC, who will change it? We just leave it as it is. So it's like, it's just a cover. They just drop it. And sometimes it's true. They were talking to Bishop Larry, but what they say they were talking to her is not what they are talking to you about. So if you want to check, oh, was, 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 was Justice chatting with you? Then Bishop Larry would say, oh, yes. Then you just, ah, Even the other day, Bishop Larry called me, then, then they'll start what they are saying. So when they say it like immediately you are confused. You know that, look, if Bishop Dagger has called him, I mean, who else? I mean, look, the only thing higher than Bishop Dagger calling you is God himself calling you. As far as this church is concerned, it's God himself calling you. So immediately you shut up. Meanwhile, Bishop Larry called you to go to Telcom to check on something on Telcom. It has nothing to do with what we are doing right now. You are the closest person to Telcom. That's why he called you. Not that you are the closest person to him. I mean, I'm trying to paint this church. Have I spoken to any of you about painting? But I've spoken to Joe about painting because painting is Joe. So maybe the issue is just you. I say, ah. So we are very tight. Very tight. We are very tight. Rev approves of what I'm doing. Hey, where is your affidavit showing that I approve of what you had? Where is the affidavit? Where is it? Where is the certified copy of it that I approve of what you are doing? <laughs> Folks, my time is up. I'm not out of word. I'm just out of time. Next week, we continue on this beautiful series. Who is a devil? Yeah, next week. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Look, church. Let our eyes be open. Let our eyes be open. Why are we talking about so that as you are building, you can identify clearly the people who are with you and the people who are not with you. So you know who to build with. Before you put all your eggs into one, a, a spoiler. Who is just gathering everything you have to drop it eventually. misleading masses. The next one is lying. Liars. Liars. That's the next one. Liars. At least you have six. Liars. Lying to others. Lift your hands and pray and say, Lord, may I not be inhabited by the devil. Take away all devilish tendencies and behaviors that are in me. That I'll be a vessel that you can use. That I'll be a vessel that you can use. 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 Take away all evil tendencies in us. Take it as you use us to build the church. Take away all evil tendencies that are in us. Take it out, Lord. Take it out that you can use us for what you want to do. Take out all tendencies. Lord, all sins and behaviors of the devil that can be found in us, Lord, remove them. Take them out of us that will be clean vessels that you can use to build your church. Jesus. I wanna be more like
Wonderful, you are here tonight. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Maybe you are not born again. You want to say, I want to go to heaven when I die. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. I want to pray with you, Pastor. I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your hand. I'll pray with you. Lift it high. Lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. Lift your hand above your head. If your hand is up, come to me. I'll just pray with you quickly. You lifted up your hand. Just come to me. My two sisters, just come to me quickly. I'll pray with you. I'll just pray with you. I'll pray with you quickly. I'll pray with you. Wow. Pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess you as the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Wonderful. Well, where's our man? Okay, this lady over there, she will just share something with you quickly and then you will come back to your seat. I hope you don't have a bag or anything on your seat. Okay, just... All right, all right, all right. Hallelujah. How many of you have been blessed tonight? Well, I've also been blessed. God loves you, so do I. You may be seated. Welcome. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. 
For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.